Oh, hello. I didn't see you there. This is Dr. Thaddeus Venture, and you're listening to the Long Box Guys. Whatever that means. the long box guys gonna do tonight brain the same thing the long box guys do every night pinky drink and talk about comics they're useless to taking over the world yes hey everybody welcome to this week's episode of the long box guys with me as always are some of my very favorite people in my very favorite world mikey how you doing what are you drinking i'm doing excellent and i am drinking a two roads pilsner from old factory yeah, it smells. Get it? Full factory? Ah, see what I did there? Elsie, how you doing? What are you drinking, buddy? I'm doing okay. I'm drinking some iced tea tonight because uh, I am still recovering from my booster shot. Alcohol can help kill that stuff, man. I don't know why you're sticking with the tea. Yeah. Hey, Josh, my friend, what are you drinking over there? Uh, I am about to try a Greater Good, which is a local brewery out of uh, Worcester, Massachusetts, and their Giant Pumpkin, Imperial Pumpkin Ale. Oh, that sounds good. What's the name of that beer we used to get down in New Orleans, that real dark beer that was good? Uh, I don't know. Which one are, like, Abita? No, no. I think it was called Black and Voodoo. Speaking of Black and Voodoo... This week we're going to be talking about our good friend Brother Voodoo, one of the most powerful shamans in the entire Marvel Universe. Um, not only is he one of the most powerful you know, magic users in the entire Marvel Universe, he was also Sorcerer Supreme for a while. Does everyone like this character? I love this character. Uh, which is why I did not immediately put my finger on my nose when people were saying, who wants to do the backstory? I'm just going to bring it up so I get some of the dates right, because I don't know the dates. But Brother Voodoo does not have a normally, well, what you would call a conventional shaman backstory. He's actually a doctor, trained in the United States, but born and raised for most of his childhood in Haiti with his brother. Uh, so his real name, of course, is Jericho Drum. And he moved to the United States and became a doctor, not really believing much in the Hogan Voodoo tradition. His brother, however, stayed in Haiti, and he was uh, part of that tradition. When Brother Voodoo Jericho Drum comes back to Port-au-Prince in Haiti 12 years after his education in the United States, he founds out that his brother Daniel is the local uh, Hogan, but was dying from a spell that a rival Dumbala had put on him. Uh, Daniel has to go to Papa Jamba, who had instructed Daniel in the arts of Hogan and how to beat this. Uh, but Daniel, of course, cannot, so... Jericho has to make this uh, journey for him. Uh, after only a few weeks, Jericho reached proficiency in voodoo even greater than his brothers. He was a, a natural at it. And uh, Papa Jamba performed the rite that summoned Daniel Drum's spirit back from the dead and joined it with Jericho's. This wasn't at first meant to uh, bind their two spirits uh, indefinitely. This was just to preserve Daniel's spirit in the living world in the hopes of someday being able to bring uh, Daniel back. 
But instead, it kind of bowed the two together forever, making Daniel and Jericho Drum's body inhabit, uh, spirits inhabit the same body, which gave them the power and the strength of two men, and also the power and strength of two shaman, even though uh, Daniel was uh, not the equal of Jericho, uh, even though Daniel had practiced a lot more. <coughs> Excuse me, I have a, a little bit of a, a cold. Um, Brother Voodoo uh, investigated a lot of supernatural things that happened around Haiti and in New Orleans. Uh, one of the bigger ones was a voodoo infestation that happened by the hand of uh, Baron Samita. Um, all of this kind of leads Brother Voodoo into becoming one of the more powerful uh, practices of magic in the Marvel Universe. And we start seeing him more and more uh, with other supernatural characters, including uh, Mobius, uh, Doctor Strange, uh, Werewolf by Night, and a lot of these characters. They're starting to build a Marvel universe of monsters at this point. It never really takes off the way I was kind of hoping it would. And I wasn't hoping for it at the time, by the way. In retro It's weird, because in retrospect, I see what they were doing, and I wish it had taken off better, but it didn't. At the time, it was just like, oh, we're, we're seeing a lot more supernatural characters. But they were really trying to have like a supernatural kind of offshoot in the Marvel Universe, but it never really gained the momentum that it needed. Though it did create a lot of memorable characters, and uh, Brother Voodoo is one of them. Uh, later on, when Stephen Strange loses his powers, uh, Brother Voodoo steps up, and he becomes the Sorcerer Supreme. And he's a very good Sorcerer Supreme for the Marvel Universe, but of course Stephen Strange is able to get that back. What do you guys think about this character? Is there anything you really like about him? What was your, your favorite story arc? Yeah, I got so, nothing for this I guy. Read, uh, really? I read uh, Strange Tales 169 and 170, where he was first introduced. And uh, I, I thought it was interesting because not only was Jericho Drum not into voodoo initially, but also it seems like he almost took the correspondence course. Because he went into the jungle to find Papa Jambu, and he came out, like, weeks later as a voodoo expert. It was like it was like he went on an intensive certificate program for voodoo. I mean, we don't know how hard voodoo is. I mean, maybe it's really easy. You just need someone to teach you. Or maybe everybody else is really know. bad at it. Yeah, everyone it could be really bad. Or it could just be that, you know, his medical training just, you know, helped him along. Maybe there's a lot of things that are similar. There's I don't a, know. Yeah, there could be a lot of overlap. A lot of overlap. A lot of overlap. I mean, I mean I'm I no doctor. Could be. <laughs> I'm no. I'm no. Uh, Hugen? 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 How do, how do we pronounce that? Hugen? 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 Yeah. Because there's an N before the G. There is the N Wait, before the G, but I've never G? heard it. Yeah. There's a, there's I think it's called a Hogan, right? That's what I was about to say. It's a Hogan, not a Hugan. Uh, that N is silent. We're going to blame the... Slant, that still wouldn't make it. Yeah. You. Oh? How? I don't know. Anyway, I read the same story y'all T read. I read the two issues that were his origin story. And clearly they were like, oh, you know what we need? 
we need an origin story that's right on the same path as Doctor Strange. Let's get that done. Let's take a little bit of a left, though. Let's do Doctor Strange while they make it a little more black exploitation. I want to bring up Baku. Baku, who is clearly Wong. Baku is sworn to protect the Hogan's of Haiti. His whole family line is. I'm like, man, you could not have cut an easier uh, character than just making Wong white. Yeah, they they did not stretch on the backstory, right, to make this character. They're like, oh, you know what? We should have a, a black magical character. And you know what? We've already got a storyline that we've used before, and let's stick with it. I thought the character was good. Like, I liked the idea of where they were going, and I liked the idea... I I mean, I also liked the idea that they... they they drew a distinct line between Haitian voodoo and they uh, repronounced and and gave the West African voodoo the names that they deserved, which I was like, oh, that's pretty enlightened for the moment. Because it's just easy to sort of like stomp all over that and see where it comes from. And they could have just left it as sort of this, you know, Caribbean Islander thing. But they they drew at least – they did enough research to make it plausible. And this is before Google search. Way before Google search. The one thing I don't like is they did a lot of exposition about the color of his skin on the sidebars of that comic, which I get for the time. But it's like reading it now. You're like, that is a lot of exposition. Like, unless you're a, unless you're a blind reader, I did not need to be told every other panel that he was black. Right? I get it. He's black. Yeah, it but does like, read a little bit it, like the screenplay from Andingo Three. <laughs> a little tough. It was a little tough, and I get it. It was a pack of white writers, you know, at Marvel trying to do their best. And I appreciate that. Yeah, but, uh, it, yeah, retrospectively, I, I suppose you know, we can almost look at everything in that light. Uh, and it was uh, admirable that they were doing their best both through research and through inclusion to get a, a character like uh, Dr. Fruth onto the page and into the public eye. I, and I, I, you got to appreciate that regardless. I hope. And I do. Uh, you're absolutely right. You know, it, you can read these things and you can oh. cringe at some of the descriptors and everything, especially when they talk about uh, his female love interest. It gets it gets a little dicey there sometimes. Uh, and but I mean, they really were trying, uh, and you can see effort, and that's that's a yeah. big thing. You know, effort is a big thing. Uh, you know, we all we all got to try sometime, and we all try and fail sometime too. But it doesn't mean it wasn't with the best of intentions. And that's right. Roads to hell and all that aside, sometimes that's what the world needs. So uh, I, I never really cared much for Brother Voodoo. I did. The only time I think I really read anything about him was in the Black Panther Volume 3 by Christopher Priest, where he was part of a team uh, that Black Panther assembled that included... Tell me which of these doesn't seem to match. Black Goliath, Luke Cage, The Falcon, Brother Voodoo, Iron Fist, <laughs> and Hulk. 
Well, Hulk's green. Hulk is definitely the one that doesn't fit. Uh, but yeah, they're Danny going. Danny gets a pass. Come on, man. Danny gets a pass. He is, you know, he's an honorary brother. Yeah. Oh, Misty Knight was part of that crew too. Sorry. He gets a he gets a plate at the barbecue. Yeah. As many of my friends uh, have said, when it comes to their one white friend, don't worry about him. He gets a plate at the barbecue. It's fair. It's a fair assessment sometimes. <laughs> I mean, not that kid from the TV show because that kid's that kid. Fuck that kid. I but, do have a question about the voodoo. Going back to at one point, brother voodoo is re- is captured by the scrolls and replaced by a scroll uh, as part of the secret invasion storyline. Yeah. So, do scrolls know how to do voodoo? Well, I think that maybe the levitating that they can. They are so they have illusion that helps. Well, they can shape shift. Yeah, they can shape shift. That helps. Uh, brother, uh, how, are scrolls? How are they with fire? Are they fire resistant? Well, super scrolls are because they can. Yeah, yeah. So that was a big one. Jericho drum. Uh, slowly, one of the powers that enhanced over time for him was his mastery over fire and his resistance to fire. Uh, so yeah. the scroll couldn't imitate and that. He had the strength of two men. Well, I have the strength of two of you. Okay. I mean, let's not forget he had the strength of two men. Which two men? Which two, yeah. That's Me and Stephen Hawkins. <laughs> I Stephen Hawkins and Pee Wee Herman. I think it was Pee Wee Herman and Steve Gutenberg, but whatever. You know what else? The Goot! Uh, <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, the Gutenberg, you go check out our other podcast on Patreon.com. I know it, it's a plug mid-podcast, mid but I felt uh, the Goot! Like That's right. We had a whole podcast devoted to Steve Gutenberg and our Fucking attempt Steve to Gutenberg. murder Steve Gutenberg by talking about him on our <laughs> other podcast, Geekly. Because we look to the family of Peter Scolari, we did not invent cancer. <laughs> but, but, but we perfected it. Hear me out. Yeah. We've we got a bad track record. Carcinogenic material. <laughs> we got a bad track record on our other podcast of talking about actors we like and then they die within a few weeks. No, we're going to only talk about actors we're feeling at least so so about. But that's our Patreon page. Uh, that only cost a. Uh, how much does that cost? Like a dollar a month? Fuck a month? Shut the front door. Are you telling me for $1 a month I can get an extra podcast? What, like yeah. once a yeah. quarter? Yeah, but all that money just gets printed away, right? Wrong! That money goes to uh, the Elizabeth Peabody House Food Bank. It does. And uh, that just goes to feeding families, and that's a pretty good deal, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so. So you never really liked uh, Jericho Drum. I liked him for a couple of reasons, and one of the reasons was, if you read his first three or four issues, he gets beat a lot. He does not have a great track record. He gets overwhelmed by zombies a couple times. He just gets knocked the hell out by... Uh-uh. Not zombies. Zombies. Zoo-zombies. Zoo-zombies. Yeah, so at the origin stories come around during the uh, Comic Code of Authority, and they can't use horror terms. And one of the horror terms they cannot use is the word zombie. So they come up with, like, Zuzombe or something. Zoo-zombie. Ridiculous name to uh, cover... That's, uh, that is actually some of the most interesting stuff through that 
is the words they want to use and they cannot, and that they replace. So there's like this anachronistic word replacement in a lot of the early comics for Brother Voodoo that are actually pretty amusing. Yeah, I'm having the same problem over on TikTok. I found out that a lot of my videos got banned because I was spelling things correctly. If I just spelled Bukaki with two Gs like everyone told me to, I would have been fine. Yeah, and TikTok, you don't stop, so. That's who you rock. Bingo. Thank you. Mm. Uh, so, I, once again, I like this character. I'm glad that he's still in the Marvel Universe. I still, I'm glad that we still see him. I think we're going to be seeing him more. Uh, we saw him in uh, some of the uh, fun crossovers that I liked. Uh, Mike just mentioned one. But also in Midnight Suns, he uh, makes a showing. Also in the Luke Cage uh, uh, Iron Fist uh, miniseries that was just a couple of years ago, he makes a, a quick appearance, and I like seeing him in there. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and make a quick Marvel Universe prediction. And Ooh. hopefully I would see a Brother Voodoo movie and let him just put Mobius down. Put Mobius down for the count because somebody needs what's to. his name? Somebody needs, somebody has to. I and can't you believe what? you guys are not behind this. He looks so good as Mobius. Uh, I hate that kid. I don't even know what his name is anymore. Jared Leto. Yeah, yeah whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, he, he might as well be Steve Gutenberg. And I would. <laughs> <laughs> I am all in for Brother Voodoo coming in and taking Mobius out of the Marvel universe. All right. Oh, but what if they do Midnight Suns? I don't care. Fantasy casting, who are you going to cast to be Brother Voodoo, other than Steve Gutenberg? Uh, Graveau. Kevin Graveau. Uh, I'm going to go with um, uh, Marshall Ali. Good no, one, wait. Right. No, doesn't he, he might already have an MCU role coming up. But if not, I'll say Marshall Ali. I'll tell you who you got. Look, I don't want to cast... Brother Voodoo, I want to cast Papa Jambu, and I want to cast Morgan Freeman as Papa Jambu. I don't know if he'd do it, man. He takes roles he doesn't understand all the time. It's fine. Uh, is there a paycheck? Yeah, sure. Yeah, is there a paycheck? Just yeah. put we'll just put yeah, what's wait. his name in front of a green screen, and I'll kill Mobius. I don't care who it is. Morgan Freeman, whoever. Hear me oh, out. Oh, that'd be awesome if Papa Jambu kills Mobius. I'm that'd in. be awesome. I'm in. Keith David. I mean, he dies in, in Brother okay. Voodoo's origin story. He dies. I mean, Keith did, great. He kills Mobius. No, well, the fucking Moonside should kill Voodoo Mobius. Hunt. Yeah, well, that'd be good too. Yeah, it would. Yeah. <laughs> Tom. Wow, uh, we got like four people to kill Mobius. How about Jack of Hearts just appears and blows up, killing him and Mobius? Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> he just comes back regenerating. You're making it septic. You're making it more tempting. <laughs> but I really like, I like Mobius the character. I like Mobius the comic book. I like Mobius. I like Jared Leto in this role. Really do a lot of people like Mobius the comic? Is that a yeah, thing? I liked it. I, like, I, you know, I read mostly the crossovers with Spider-Man because he did a I'm lot. Gonna, I'm going to zoom in here. Really? I like really? the ones with Spider-Man and Mobius. Okay, so you like a few Spider-Man really comics like with Mobius. You like, the you like Spider Mobius. Spider-Man has amazing friends with Mobius. It's a solid question. I couldn't hear it. It doesn't matter. Did, did you like the Spider-Man and his amazing friends with Mobius? Or did yeah, you like really this. like the comics with Spider-Man and Mobius? Yeah. 
I like anyway. the comic books. But I didn't Gerard like Leto. Uh, I'm, not a huge, I'm not a huge fan. The greatest Joker of all time, really? Oh, come I on. I am not standing oh, on that. Yeah. Oh. That was a blatant lie, and I'm just joking. Please don't come to my house. <laughs> Cesar Romero just stood up in his grave and spit at you, sir. Yeah, at two. At two. Uh, Lute. I don't know what his name is. I could not give two less shits about that guy. But yeah, it doesn't look good. And uh, it's going to, I mean, I, I think they showed like the three scenes that have like some reasonable aspect to them. And honestly, I think that movie is going to be like just a driving hammer tour de force of disappointment. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a disappointment. You are not Tom, my friend. Tom has high expectations, and that movie is not going to deliver. And I don't have, like, middle, I have very low expectations, and that movie is not going to deliver. So it doesn't matter. All right, bye. This has been the Mobius Movie Bashing Podcast. Thanks for listening. uh, Next week, we're going to take a shit on Jared Leto's chest. Just, Just promote what you love. Hey, if you would hold still long enough, Mike, I'd be all in. And every time we say Mobius, you have to strip. See that? It's Mobius strip. See? Yeah. yeah. I, I love Mobius and uh, Loki. Ah, good one. <laughs> Agent Mobius. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. All, all right. right. Any last words on this character? Doctor Which one? Uh, sorry. Dr. Brother, you said Dr. Voodoo got me the same saying it. No, he was Dr. Voodoo. I mean, well, he, he didn't go to medical school for all those years just to be yeah. called brother. Mister. He should actually be Dr. Brother Voodoo. I mean, he did go to medical school for four years, and he went to the Voodoo Certificate Program for four weeks. Yeah, that's a good point. If he's going to be using honorific, it really should be the doctor. And what is Dr. Druid's PhD in? Botany? Maybe. That'd be awesome, actually. I would, I would fucking be up. I'm just guessing. Just put it yeah. out there. Dr. Druid next week, folks. You heard it here first. Dr. Yeah. Druid, I'm in. Absolutely not. Why not? Dr. Druid's a fine character. I don't know even who you're talking about. It's Dr. Druid. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard of him now. As of 11 seconds ago, but I'm still not sure where we're going. He was an what, Avenger. For God's sake. Is that what we're doing? He Put it on the board. Put it on the board. Oh, shit, it's official. God, God damn it, people. Oh, damn. Yep, we're hitting all the dregs of the yeah. Marvel superhero uh, mystical realms. Do we do Gravedigger after that? <laughs> I almost went for a mom joke on the Gravedigger thing, but I held back. We could do Gravedigger as long as we talk about the DC Comics character, Gravedigger. Okay. You do both. Because that's the only Gravedigger I want to talk about. That's a good one. You're talking about the uh, the, 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 uh, uh, the Vietnam War pop book. Uh, it was World War II, Joe Kubert. Was it World War II? Yeah. I thought, for some reason, I thought it was Vietnam. But yeah, great. That one's a, that one's excellent too. That was uh, really really good. Uh, maybe we can do that at the front of the back of the long box next week. But this week, what's in the front of the long box, Mike? Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, uh, Silent Bob from all those terrible Jane Silent Bob type pictures, and you are listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box Comics Talk for comics fans. 
That's the front of the long box. I've got LT with the back of the long box. As I find oh, out what I... the long box, I have Future Quest uh, by Jeff Parker and Evan Doc Shaner. Uh, this was released uh, back in 2017 by DC Comics. Uh, this was a pretty easy reading comics. Not going to be one of those classic uh, comics that you know everybody puts on a pedestal. This is this is just an okay comic, but I liked it because it pulls together all the classic Hanna Barbera characters for a tale that weaves them all together into a story about this uh, being called Omnicron that that basically sucks the life out of worlds and goes from dimension to dimension doing this. And it brings all those classic Hanna-Barbera characters together to fight off this character. So it brings Space Ghost, the Herculoids, uh, you know, all, all of those great different Hanna-Barbera characters, Johnny Quest, together to, to fight off this, this interdimensional being. Uh, and it's just a, a fun little romp of a comic. It's about a dozen issues or so. You can find it on the DC app. Uh, and it's just, you know, like I said, it's not going to be anything earth-changing like, you know, Watchmen or anything, but it's just a, a fun little comic. Doc Shanner is a really good artist. I like his style. It's got, it's very distinctive. Yeah. Yep. He's one of the few artists that I can pick out, like, when I see his work. I'm like, oh. I know that guy. Uh, the guy that did the, uh, the new uh, Luke Cage one, I can always spot him a mile away. I can't remember his name at the time. but uh, So, at the front of the long box, I have the yeah. Dead Boy Detectives. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. created by Neil Gaiman, but I'm talking about Volume 1, The Schoolboy Terrors, written by Toby Litt and pencils by Mark Buckingham. If you are a fan of the Vertigo universe and you like the Sandman universe, this is the book for you. These two schoolboys have been murdered and they're ghosts. They're trying to avoid death, although they readily admit death is fucking hot. But um, (laughs) it's the minions that work for death that are really the scary ones. So they're trying to avoid death and all her minions while solving crimes. And what inspired me to go read it is Doom Patrol Season 3, where the dead boy detectives make an appearance. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, they've they've not only taken the Grant Morrison Doom Patrol, but now they've made the Sandman universe canon in the Doom Patrol universe by introducing these characters. I can't wait until we actually start... I'm positive that one of them is going to go on some psychedelic trip and run into the fucking Sandman. Uh, I am not going to say it. I'm not going to say this lightly. Uh, I would like to see... Yeah, I would like to see Doom Patrol dive into that world. Yeah. Like... totally steer into that episode and I would completely watch a Dead Boy Detective TV show. Yes. If you haven't been watching Doom Patrol, you're wrong because in my humble opinion, Doom Patrol is the best comic book TV series. Period. Live I, action. 
Yeah, I love the boys, but Doom Patrol for me consistently every episode that I watch, I'm like, oh, you're so brilliant. I love you. <laughs> and it's the total antithesis of Titans, which just frustrates the shit out of me. Uh, it's tough to watch. <laughs> it is a, I gotta say, that show is like a basket full of, like, bleeding hearts full of hope. And it just, it's just dragging that bleeding basket around, waiting for what you want, and you just never get it out of Titans. But I can't not watch it. It's the train wreck of, like, it just wants to drag my eyes out. I freaking, God damn it, Titans. It's just, like, they had all the actors. They had everything they needed. They had the budget. They did a good enough job with costuming and sets and everything. And holy shit, who picked your fucking storylines? You people are monsters. <laughs> they, they had all the ingredients for a delicious cake and they made a meatloaf. Yeah. Yeah. And I love Doom Patrol. I haven't been, I, I'm only, I, I just watched the, the Dead Boys episode. It was my last episode. Um, but yeah, that it's, it's good. And it's not, it's not as complicated as Titans. They kept it simple. The sets are easy. Yeah. Like they they really they really left like left stuff on the table and and just did such a great job with story and writing and that's what you hope for. Because yeah, yeah because a lot of their adventures are surrealist. Like they yeah. can have minimal sets. And they did such a good job with that. Just just lighting it up. They, yeah, I, they, those guys have like one soundstage and the house, and they're done. And they got and they got everything they needed from the audience and from the characters out of that. And you gotta like just appreciate it. And yeah, they're doing a good job. I, I, I like when people are creatively good, and then Titans like spent money and they're bad, right? But, I don't know. But yeah, I agree that live action, it's uh, it's the better live action. I still, I mean, I, I would still love, I still love it, like Invincible and Young Justice as best shows. Um, but live action, yeah, they're killing it. Agreed. Agree. Agree to agree on that one. So, Tommy, you have a three to eighteen for us. Oh, uh, a three to eighteen. Three. Simple one. Vegas vacation. Three to eighteen. Eighteen. We're done. Tommy. Everyone should be with 15. us on Vegas. 15. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go with a solid seventeen. <laughs> okay. Uh, just because sometimes. Not everything goes correctly, but That's god funny. damn it, I've had so many fucking fun times in Vegas. You got married in Vegas on a pirate ship. Yeah, I made more That's why money it's only a 17. Dressed as, as a pirate at your wedding than I made gambling in Vegas at the weekend Wait, I was at your wedding. How did you make money at his Photos. wedding? It was so hot that I was waiting inside the air-conditioned doors at Turner Island, and then people were taking pictures with me and tipping me. So I, that weekend, I brought $300 to gamble, 
and I think I made like a hundred or a hundred fifty bucks on um, what's the one we play? Let it ride. Uh-huh. So I made a hundred fifty dollars, and I think waiting forty five minutes for Mike, I made like four hundred dollars in tips uh-huh. in nice. a pirate costume, <laughs> waiting for Mike to get married. It was awesome. Meanwhile, LT and I were out in 119-degree weather, sweating our balls off. No. It would have been you know way what, Mike? better if I could have come down. Anything the- over 106 just feels like 106. Sure. Sure. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Christmas he's, in Vegas. He's out of line, but he's not wrong. What did you rate it, LT? What? I what gave you- it a 15. Yeah. Uh, well, you're wrong. Just sit there and be wrong. <laughs> yeah, we're all in. But I can't it's up wait there. Yes, I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I guess that brings us to plugs. We got Pentagon coming up not too long now. I mean, it actually feels like it's not that long from now. It's uh, coming up in February. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Or something like that. It's not yeah, even we, the last week of February this year. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we, we better put our things in. <laughs> um. Everyone, everyone, ready for Petska? There's, uh, there's been a few announcements, a couple of things happening. Looking good, right? I am looking forward to flying to Atlanta and driving with you guys because every year, like I arrive there and you guys all just roll in, and uh, I can't wait to see this boot store. Oh yeah. man! If it exists, we're going this year. Uh, is this we're the year? We're gonna get a big car because it's like five of us coming in. And we all want to buy boots. And everybody wants boots. All right. We're and driving we're by this goddamn boot store. I'm here. Guys, can we stop? Got to make time, buddy. Oh. I am a time driver, I have to say. I am going to go on a limb and say that Tom is going to be almost as disappointed in the boot store as he is with the movie <laughs> Mobius. <laughs> I, uh, I can't not agree with that. Uh, you guys know the movie that disappointed me the most out of every movie I was looking for. Frankenstein? Yeah, bingo, bingo. <laughs> Got it on one, buddy. Okay. I love the book so much. Uh, God, it had nothing to do with it. <laughs> nothing. Uh, well, I'd like to thank Kirby Crackle for providing their geek rock music every week. You can check them out at kirbycracklemusic.com. I'd like to thank GeekOrthodox.com. 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 GeekOrthodox.com, purveyor of fine t-shirts and other geeky things such as stained glass prints, Johnny Skywalker rocks glasses, baseball t-shirts, you name it, they got it, GeekOrthodox.com. Yeah. I'd like to thank the good people over at Ford Bronco for building me my Bronco. (laughs) Oh, why are you thinking? They haven't built shit yet. Uh, it's it's yeah. going to be best January 8th. I'm going to be almost as disappointed yeah. at this <laughs> when they keep pushing my production back. At least you got a production date. I ordered my Ford Maverick, and they were like, yeah, that's going to happen sometime. <laughs> Can you give Thanks. us a $1,000? Yeah, okay, I yeah, guess. Okay. Yeah. They didn't even ask me for money yet. This is great. All in. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have the thing paid off before I get it. <laughs> uh, any other plugs? I guess that's it. That's it. Josh, Pensca, is that going to be your sector? 
Oh, fuck yeah. Pensacon's always my sector. Yeah, right. Tommy, sweet, sweet Tommy, anything left to say? Uh, I got my third shot on Sunday, and uh, if you haven't gotten a shot, you should get a shot. If you haven't gotten a second shot, think about getting the second shot. If you haven't gotten your third shot, well, hopefully you'll be ready for your third shot soon enough and get it when you're ready. Yeah. Shot. Do shots with the long box, guys. Shot, shot, yeah. shot, 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 shot. And Mikey, what's this podcast like for you? It's like drunk history, but for comics. And don't forget what I always say. Don't just what you hate. Just for moment you love. You live longer. Thanks a lot for the long box, guys. Yeah. Fuck Mobius. Sausage fest it is. Yum, 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 yum.